following conversation with my brother, Peter Polson Wood, in which he shares our family's traditional Danish Kleiner Christmas cookie recipe, originally aired December 6, 2019, on the Friday edition of The Point on KPOV 88.9 FM, High Desert Community Radio in Bend, Oregon. The Point is a half-hour locally produced news feature and digest show focusing on people and activities in Central Oregon. Catherine's Kitchen airs on the first Friday of each month, offering conversations and recipes from Central Oregonians and others with a keen interest in food. Welcome to Catherine's Kitchen, where something is always cooking. I'm Catherine, and I'm glad to be in my brother Peter Wood's Minnetonka, Minnesota kitchen. Thank you for joining me on Catherine's Kitchen, Peter. Glad to be here. What recipe would you like to share with us today now that we're in the beginning of December? This is a Danish Christmas cookie called a Kleiner. Why do you want to share it with Catherine's Kitchen listeners? Actually, I think it's really a delicious cookie, and it's really part of our family baking heritage, really. I guess we've been making Kleiner as long as I can remember. Um, I guess the recipe I'm looking at here was my uh, grandma's uh, Catherine Polson's recipe, so I thought people might enjoy hearing about it. I agree with you, too, and... um Catherine Polson was our mother's mother. Yes. Yes. And yeah. then we would make Kleiner growing up in our parents' kitchen, too. Yeah. And I remember when your daughters were young, you and they participated in the Kleiner process in our parents' kitchen in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah, along with our other nieces and nephews. It was kind of a annual tradition. We'd do it uh, two or three days before Christmas. Is that how you still do it in your family? Yeah, we do it uh, anytime from a week or two before Christmas. We'll make Kleiner. But it's a family event. Still, oh, ver- your daughters participate. In- yeah, very much. Any close friends that were interested. Oh. And it is a family event for sure. Where would you like to begin? Should we talk about the recipe, what a Kleiner is? and Yeah, that's a good idea. We make the Kleiner, and uh, we fry them in oil, actually. And um, Should I cover the ingredients just quickly? Or? I think it'll be nice. We'll list the ingredients now and then maybe repeat them. Uh, sugar, uh, butter, eggs, flour, baking powder, nutmeg, which gives them really a, a nice flavor, pinch of salt, teaspoon of lemon extract, which gives them a little bit of a lemon flavor, and a tablespoon of cream. Why don't you go through the recipe step by step, and then you want to include the amounts of the ingredients? Well, I sure can. Yeah, let's let's do the amounts first. Uh, typically, this will make about three dozen cookies, and again, it depends on the size that you make them. But use a cup of sugar, one stick of butter, uh, four eggs, four cups of flour, two teaspoons of baking powder, a teaspoon of nutmeg, a pinch of salt teaspoon of lemon extract and a tablespoon of cream. One of the things I do when I make them is I'll make up the dough the day ahead of time and uh, refrigerate it. My sister Sally says that uh, she thinks that gives the, uh, all the ingredients a uh, chance to meld and that's probably true. And it actually makes the uh, makes the dough much easier to handle. But then the next day uh, we started doing them out in the garage actually. I set up a couple workhorses with a board on top as a tabletop and I'll roll the dough out to about an eighth inch thickness. And then we'll cut the Kleiner with a serrated roller in an elongated diamond shape. 
you can make them whatever size you want. I typically make them. I probably make them larger than most people. I, I like them like four to five inches in length. And then you will put about a one-inch slot in the middle of each cookie and then take the tip of the cookie and pull it through it almost like a bowl. And then we'll have our oil up to 375 degrees. I'll put in a test one first. But basically, oh. when they turn golden brown, um, you flip them over, usually about a minute to two aside, and then pull them out. And I'll have a table laid out with newspaper and paper towel on top of it to soak up the oil. It sounds a little complicated, so just some questions for clarification. Yeah. Are there any tricks to mixing all the ingredients into the dough? You want to do all the dry ingredients first, and then you put in the cream and butter and sugar. The dry ingredients people can mix together with a wooden spoon yes. or whatever utensil that they usually mix dry ingredients right. with. Right. Are you creaming the butter at all before you add it, that dry ingredients to well, Yeah, it? cream the butter and the sugar. Together? Yes. Did butter and the sugar get creamed together? Yeah. And then are you adding... Add eggs one at a time. Mm-hmm. And then we mix in the dry ingredients. We have a, one of the nice big mixers that we use to mix, the, which really helps. You a know? stand mixer, yeah. A stand mixer yeah. with a hook on it. And that, that really right. makes... I used to do it by hand all the time, but that really makes it easier. Oh, so you use the hook, the hook attachment mm-hmm. on your mixer? We do. And so you mix it until all the ingredients are incorporated? Yes. I would think because it's cookie dough, you don't want to overmix it. You would know more than me, but I would. <laughs> <laughs> I would agree. That's probably the case. You know more than me. So the dough comes together. Yeah. And you form it into a ball, I think. Mm-hmm. And Big then ball. You wrap it in saran wrap. Yeah, or? saran wrap, and then I think in tin foil. And you, you know, you can do it and put it in the refrigerator for two or three hours. You're probably good. But I, like I say, I do it the day before Four. and let it get, um, you know, nice and cool. Right. Oh, so then. Before you start working with it, on the day you're going to actually fry the cookies, do you let it warm up a bit before you roll it out, or is it that... Not really. Yeah, not that I recall. And when I roll it out, I'm using some flour, too, on the rolling pin, mm. so it doesn't stick. And I say, roll it out to about an eighth-inch thickness. Oh, yeah, that's really thin. Yeah. And so you have a roller. The roller looks similar to a pizza cutter, but it's smaller. Once the dough is an eighth of an inch thick... Yes, yeah. You need to cut it. Yes. Cut the cookies. Right. So you're going to take a roller to cut in one direction and, and then, then di- and diagonally across the other direction to make an elongated diamond shape, diamond. basically. I think we've determined people who might want to try these cookies can look for Danish Kleiner, K L E J N E R, on Google. And they can get visuals for how to cut and form the cookies. For sure. All right. So we've got the dough cut and the cookies shaped because you've cut a... Uh, like a slot, like an inch slot in the middle Thank of the cookie. You. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was looking for. Yeah. And you thread one end of the cookie through that slot. Pull it through almost like a bowl. A bowl? Be yeah, right. Very gentle because the dough will split. And again, if the, if the dough is cold, it, it holds together much better. And so then they go into the um, deep fryer? Yeah, at about 375 degrees. And I always do a test cookie first to make sure it, uh, yeah. and they'll sink and then float to the top. And like I said, it's usually a minute or two aside, and they do them until they're oh. golden brown. That um, rising to the top is an indication that they're done? No, they're not done yet, but they're, they're getting there. 
And you have to turn them. And what device do you usually use to turn them? I like to use a knitting needle to turn them and to pull them out. I can put a needle needle right through the slot in the middle and pull mm-hmm. them out. Pull them out. Yeah, that works best for me. Let them cool. Yeah. Well, I'm getting to the point where I can almost smell them. <laughs> yeah, they're, they really yeah. have a unique flavor. You like them where they're, they're nice and crunchy on the outside and tender on the inside. They have some similarities to donuts in the frying process and wanting them to be a bit crunchy on the outside and tender on the inside. But they're similar. very unique. Flavor's yeah. very different, but yeah, similar to a donut in that respect. And very traditionally Danish. Very traditionally Danish. And another thing we'll do, um, some people like to uh, powdered sugar on them, so we'll have a, a Ziploc bag with powdered sugar, and you can put them in there and shake them up. And they're really best still warm like like a donut would be you know Mm. but they they last for weeks and i I like them you know with tea or coffee or anytime breakfast lunch dinner yeah i think a good kleiner with coffee would be very danish too and Mm -hmm. i believe it has to be a recipe our um danish grandmother brought from her family that i can just speculate on that but i bet you that's the case yeah Uh, because i think we might have neglected to say earlier that both of my mom's parents immigrated from Denmark to the United States and met in um, Racine, Wisconsin. Right, and yeah. I think my our grandmother would actually fry them down the basement uh, just to keep the smell uh, out of her kitchen. Oh, that's funny, because yeah. that's where she made the pancakes. I shared her pancake recipe on Catherine's Kitchen oh, good. earlier. Good. Yeah. Anything else you want to add about um, um you know, it's just been a really fun tradition that, you know, I, I've done for as long as I can remember. And, you know, my, my girls uh, really enjoy it and, um, you know, enjoy doing it for year with, years with our mother and nieces and nephews. And just, just a really great family tradition and a, and a wonderful Christmas cookie. We wish everybody happy holidays and I hope they enjoy making food, traditional food that families have enjoyed over the years with the people they love, too. And again, if people have questions about how to make Danish Kleiner, if they've not seen the process, they probably would be well advised to go to Google and get some visuals about how the cutting and shaping and frying actually goes. For those Danes out there, people with Danish heritage, you might have not have had the joy of Kleiner yet in their in mm. their Christmas celebrations. Mm-hmm. It's been a pleasure having my brother Peter Polsonwood on Catherine's Kitchen today. The opinions expressed on Catherine's Kitchen are mine and my brother's, not necessarily those of anyone else at or associated with KPOV. Catherine's Kitchen is produced at KPOV High Desert Community Radio Station in Bend, Oregon. It is available in KPOV's archives for one month after it originally airs and as a podcast indefinitely at kpov.org. Until next time, keep feeding your bellies and your souls. And if you have a favorite Christmas cookie recipe, please write it on the back of a $50 bill and send it to Peakwood, 5140. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to this KPOV Catherine's Kitchen podcast. KPOV is community radio for the high desert of Central Oregon. For more information and our program schedule, go to kpov.org. We value your feedback. Drop us a note at podcast at kpov.org.